0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the Daily Podcast, where we are talking about the 1991 live action Turtles movie, one minute at a time. <laughs> I am your host, Scott Tofty, with me again for Minute 45 here. Is it Friday? I think it's Friday. Why yeah. the hell not? With me, as always, Chris O'Connor. Hey. Rachel Gatlin. Hello. And Adam Sheehan. It's Friday somewhere, right? It's Friday o'clock somewhere. <laughs> uh, and very special guest, last time this today. week. Ladies and gentlemen, give him a big hand, Mr. Justin Call. Hello. Welcome back one more time, sir. How are you doing? I am great. So, Justin, we, we talked to you a little bit about how you got into Ninja Turtles. Uh, I, I want to talk to you a little bit deeper. We always ask this question of first-time guests, or at least we try to. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we don't. Uh, but what turtle do you think you most identify with?
1: I think it's a bit of all of them. Um, my favorite is Leonardo. Which is I guess I'm a rare breed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um that's actually my son's name. My wife is my wife was pretty cool about that. So
2: Oh wow. wow. Um, what a good wife. Leonardo.
1: Um but yeah, I can see it I can identify with all four in some aspect of my life. Wait,
0: how many kids do you have? I have two. So one of them is named Leonardo. I can only hope that the other one is a similar Ninja turtle name.
1: I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't steal ah. any of the other ones. I have <laughs> so you had three, to like... I have three brothers and we all ended up with one of the turtles.
2: Oh my By
0: gosh, time. really? That's That's awesome. Yeah,
1: it's it's amazing.
0: So which turtle didn't get named or which one of your kids uh, you know what I'm saying? Which one is left out? Which one which turtle didn't get represented in your family?
1: Oh, that's, I have three brothers. It was all of them.
0: Oh, you have three. I thought there were three total. So all f- all four turtles are taken care of in the yes. call family. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the Christmas must be amazing at your family house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At,
1: at, at my dad's house, we have, the, my uh, God, my we have the stockings, the Ninja Turtle stockings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Aww. are all the kids as into turtles as the grown-ups are?
1: It's it's getting there, yeah. I oh, right. I really wanted them to find it on their own, and uh, Leo he likes Leo, and my other son Henry he likes uh, Michelangelo. So it was really cool to see them find find their turtles on their
0: own. Is there ever a moment when when Henry is like, "How come I didn't get a Ninja Turtle name?" <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not come up yet. has it come up yet? All right. Well, I'm just preparing you. That kind of thing could yeah. happen. You could have gone with Casey. Oh, I know? could have. Oh, that's super <laughs> sly, too. Your wife might not have even caught that one. Oh, she's
1: into it, too. She
0: she knows the deal. <laughs> at,
2: le- at least not Danny. We could all agree uh, <laughs> not, not Danny, right? Or Charles.
1: Charles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh see Look, if you want to be it's, real sneaky. I'm smooth, sorry, you name it's him Dan like, now. You it's, Dan, it's Dan. You name him Kevin or Peter. There we go. <laughs> if you want to be real sneaky. Alright, so the, the turtle force is strong in your family.
1: Yes. Alright. Um, yeah, Zach's got the logo tattooed on his shoulder, and he's got uh, Raphael on his wrist.
0: Amazing. Yeah. I That's think so great. I would, like I
2: I love that so much. Yeah, yeah
1: we've used Oh, we used Turtle Power as our intro song on one of the tours that we did, so we would get <laughs> hyped up on stage to that right before the nice. first song was played. Are
0: you guys Are you guys connected with the MC Golden Voice on social media?
1: Uh, yes, I think he follows me.
0: All right, because that dude's also a solid dude. He's good. Oh now. yeah,
1: he's fun to talk to.
0: He's one of the best, like Ninja Turtle people, as far as fan interaction out there. Rich. Shout out to you, man. We had such a good time interviewing him. I hope that you guys are connected because that's awesome. That oh, makes yeah. me happy. Hip-hop I've... and rock coming together, making yeah. little music babies.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think this is one of the better fan communities where everybody's pretty cool, unless you, know, you ask about the rude, crude thing.
0: Yeah, or the Michael Bay stuff. That, things get a little dicey there too yeah. sometimes. Um, But we were saying, I think we might have mentioned this last year a little bit we, we we're talking about how great our even just our specific facebook group is and how there's you know we don't have any drama in our facebook group right. and all the people that are, follow our show have been super cool and positive and we have really great interactions with each other and you know we've we've been around in some other you know groups and in social media endeavors and people get a little not so nice and i'm just always grateful that the turtle community you know whether it's other podcasters or other uh, artists or crew or cast or whatever, like, yeah, all the people that have granted us interviews, everyone in the turtle community has been just super amazing and oh, giving, yeah. and it's just great, man. It's yeah, the the crowd
2: at the drive in theater was really great in yeah. that respect, too. Like, everybody was just really cool and chill and just yeah. like into the turtles, yeah. There the was, was that one guy wearing a, a that rainbow tie dye skirt, he was a little odd, he but was a weirdo, but he was he was polite, at yeah, least. he was very polite.
0: To think Robert or uh, uh, Roger Ebert said that the turtles led to antisocial behavior. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, really. Anyway, let's talk about minute number 45 here. Minute number 45 starts with uh, a smokescreen and some whoosh, whoosh, whoosh ninja sounds, which we- uh, I can only. We're doing only the beginning assume... this time? <laughs> yeah, we'll go in order this time. Is okay. that okay? No. <laughs> that was <laughs> going to tell you, going
3: backwards in, in time really like, that gave me a headache.
0: Keeps you on your toes, though. And uh, the minute ends with uh, Raphael pulling Kino over for a little pep talk. So, uh, smoke bomb. We talked about the smoke bomb. We can see a little bit of a turtly silhouette sneaking in behind the smoke here at the beginning of this minute. And uh, we hear some whooshes and some wah. And uh, just the ever so slight jingle of some muted jingle bells. And then when the smoke clears, there's Kino holding all the jingle bells. Eric even, Trump stops the stopwatch and Keno's got all of them off the mannequin. Looking well, so them.
3: earnest and adorable and innocent as though he didn't just cheat.
2: But he, Even Keno looks surprised like, oh, I guess I did it. I love all of the swooshing and swashing around because it's like, if you make one sound, you're out. It's like, Wish, <laughs> whoosh, 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 It's like, this is why ninjas don't wear corduroy. <laughs> Because they wouldn't be able to sneak up on anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's not the stealthiest of moves. However, the bells don't really ring, so I guess points?
3: Yeah, points. I mean, you know, the whoosh-whoosh sound is, is very small. People don't hear the whoosh-whoosh.
0: Yeah, I think that's more for us to let us know that uh, there's something happening. Because if there was no sound during that scene, it would just be really weird. <laughs> it would be boring, yeah.
3: Um, it wouldn't let you. Know, it wouldn't let the audience know that something had happened. That you know, Raphael had stepped
0: in and, and was helpful. I enjoy the reaction of all the Foot Clan members. Which, by <sighs> the way, I'm looking at the frame 19 seconds into this shot. Eric Trump Jr. here is like uh, uh, looking very impressed. Like, whoa, he did it. Also, I'm a little stoned. But <laughs> all of the Foot soldiers. There was something in that ball. All of this foot soldiers behind him look like they are 40 years old or more. <laughs> <laughs> He's making this
2: face where like his his mouth is remaining unimpressed, but everything above his mouth is impressed. <laughs> He's got some serious uh, forehead ridges. It's yeah. weird.
1: He's got this quick smirk that is like just for like two frames. He does it
3: so quickly like, "Oh, don't show any emotion." I like this kid. He's like me,
0: only smaller. Do you think he feels threatened?
3: Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe he'd be like, "Oh no, he's gonna take my alpha ninja spot."
0: <laughs> he's like,
2: "I only managed to get two of the bells."
3: Yeah, I, I, that <laughs> is kind of a funny thing. It's like, how many bells do
0: you actually need to get to pass? Is this like the Kobayashi Maru where it's an unwinnable scenario? <laughs> that <laughs> would have been great if it panned out and he was eating an apple, like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> like just to kidding. make it look easy. I knew yeah, all the bells. More
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that is forever in my head canon now. Um, we see the quick shot of Raphael, speaking of the uh, the apple, as he's cheering Kino on from the uh, space between boards. And then we go into our James Bond training montage here, our little out in the yard sequence. Where
1: yeah. is he uh, cheering Kino on, or is he congratulating himself?
0: <laughs> I think maybe a little of both. I mean... Yeah, you
3: know, because Kino hasn't messed it up yet. You know, he's this operation is working. They're they're doing it as a team. They're partners in crime, as it were. And uh, and and you know, it's it's working. They're they're both making it.
0: Yeah, Raphael's a proud dad right here.
3: You did it. <laughs> Good um, job,
0: not screwing it up, boy. Yes, you get dinner tonight. So we go out into the Foot Clan yard, and we see a couple of things. First one is a giant ninja, which I can only assume is... Aha! The Aha Ninja. <laughs> and uh, as Eric Trump walks Kino through the yard, Kino's like, wow, look at all this. And we're looking at how high. Who piled all the tires? That's what I want to know. Yeah, like, that took all day. Does the guy that runs the junkyard, who apparently has probably been murdered, did he junk or did he stack the tires or did the foot clan stack the tires to build the giant wall i mean Th- speaking this, of
3: people get murdered
0: this <laughs>
2: junkyard scene looks like a scene from a post apocalyptic zombie movie where like that's the only way they can keep the walkers out is like we have to just
3: keep <laughs> building
2: a wall out of whatever we have lying around it yeah. it
3: also makes me think that these kids are going to get killed by actual organized crime It's like, hey, did you hear what happened at the other uh, scrapyard? It's been taken over by a bunch of idiot kids in pajamas. Let's go blow them up.
0: Yeah, I mean, organized (laughs) crime or tetanus. I was just about to say.
2: (laughs) I like these two ninjas. Um, They're like being, I guess, coached or timed or cheered on by by Aha Fat Ninja. (laughs) But like they each have two sticks and they're just hitting each other's sticks. It's a musical number.
3: No, yeah, well, they're, they're doing like <laughs> they're a practicing very uh... for stomp. Yes, they're like Miss Mary Mac Mac Mac. will
2: <laughs> <dress up." laughs>
3: Yeah, they're doing like a really simple uh, stick flow drill, and where it's like you give and take, and it's like a it's a pattern. Like there are a number of sort of exercising patterns where you do things back and forth, and they look cool, and they're like good to sort of get a use of the motions. But when you're doing it back and forth with a partner, it's like um, it's like an it's just an exercise. They're not fighting.
0: So it has a, a useful application of martial arts, is what you're saying? Yeah, as, it, as far as it the is training a, it, drill.
3: Yeah, it's a drill to it's a drill to go back and forth with with someone else and sort of give and take and uh, get used to the motions and the feel of hitting something and uh, of impacting something with a stick in your hands.
0: So based on the fact that this is the drill they're doing, we can assume that these particular ninjas are inexperienced, that they're beginners. I mean,
3: like, it's a pretty sim- That's a pretty simple, like you know, drill. But even people who are really good will still do that same kind of drill.
0: All right, all right. I see what you're putting down. Are we to um, assume
1: in the beginning of the movie that that was really all the foot that was left, and maybe everybody here is pretty much new?
3: Yeah, and 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 you know, as far as like everybody being new, it kind of looks like Kino's the only one that they brought over. Either. And so, their seamstress
1: was really busy.
3: No, it's like wait. Does everybody who's who's been invited to the junkyard have to do as well as Kino? Yeah, where where do they get all these jammies?
2: Like, <laughs> is there some sort of factory downtown? The Century like, Catalog, the Ninja Store. Yeah, like a, a uniform catalog that like also sells waitress uniforms and <laughs> yeah, stuff. I
0: mean, it's Brooklyn.
3: You can get anything. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, but I feel like that's
2: pro- the there's best. There's to- a
3: there's probably a miserable sweatshop somewhere in the city. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but it's like if you want to find the foot clan, you have to you have to follow the money.
0: You have to figure out where they're getting their jammies and then just stake the place out. I want to put this out there. They're in Brooklyn. We clearly saw them on the Brooklyn side of of the the East River and my only question about this location is, how the heck does Raphael get to Brooklyn unnoticed? Does he just walk the subway tunnels? Is he riding on top of a subway? Like, hmm. He's got that, uh, that Humphrey Bogart costume. Because that's a long subway. To get from Manhattan to Brooklyn and just walk in the tunnels, that's a bit of a hike, man. And to not get run over by a train? No, I think he just takes the train. He has his trench coat. Yeah, I mean it's New York. Maybe no one gives him a second. Maybe look.
2: he has a he has a big curly beard that he also wears. <laughs> I mean there was <laughs> a p- the part in before. the first movie where <laughs> that's true. Is it is it Raff who runs in front of the taxi? Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. guy's like, What was that? It was a giant turtle. Some kind of big turtle and a coat. You go like
3: what are you? Yeah, they don't care.
2: Yeah, no. I, I I feel like if I was on the New York subway and I was sitting next to Raph, I would spend the entire ride trying not to look at him. Like
3: <laughs> what just don't sort look at of him. a terrible accident was he in.
2: Don't look at him. He's people always <laughs> stare at him. He probably does what now I feel like i I look like
3: I'm trying not to look at him. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I can glance at I him. No, that was that worse. <laughs> I, I hate it when that happens on the subway. Like somebody's on there and there is, you know, something like that and you and you're just like, it I shouldn't it, oh damn it.
0: It's why I wear sunglasses on the subway, so I can people watch without being creepy, or possibly by being more creepy. Um, I want to ask, is it just me, or does Raphael and, frankly, everything look awful in daylight in this scene? Because I
2: feel like <laughs> the daylight
0: does not lend itself to particularly realistic depictions of giant mutant turtles. Yeah, you're not getting away with anything in this lighting. No. I think it's just bad. I think they look like basketballs. That's always <laughs> I've always thought like this movie, the turtles just look like basketballs.
2: Well, the guy, the guy at the Mahoning Drive-in who is dressed like Raff, the my first reaction was like, "Oh my God, the head on this suit is enormous." Yeah, it's like <laughs> it was like three times the size of his actual head. Yeah, it was really, really big
0: head. Yeah. So we follow a company on Instagram called the Prop Shop Garage, and one of the things that they do is they make replica turtle costumes. Um, they're pretty darn good too. I, they're not, you know, of, the, of of film quality, but they're really good. Um, and you can actually buy the heads from this company, and believe me, if if I had the spare three hundred dollars laying around, there would be a floating Michelangelo head in my office right now. <laughs> um, but like, I I only have to imagine, like, they have to be huge to get, you know, all the the servos and all that crap in there, like.
1: And I think they're bigger in this one. I think they put more in the heads in the second movie. I think the shells are smaller. So it's not all on their backs this time? Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Lord knows the knots on the back of their head are way bigger. I think that's where all the technology goes, the knot on the back of the bandana. It's probably like where (laughs) the connection is. Yeah. (laughs) It's the power plug. So uh, as we wind down this minute, we see Kino going over to Raf, and he's about to tell him something. And uh, listen, this minute cuts right before it gets really interesting. But this minute is very suspenseful. We we, we get a lot of buildup and not a lot of payoff. And I'm sad to say, Justin, that you're not going to be with us next time we, we pay off this minute. But do you have any thoughts on the film as a whole that you want to share with us?
1: I, ju- I just thought it was a a fun extension of the first one. It was nice to have more of these characters. So I never I never complained as a kid and. You know, I love I love the third one too. So if you guys want to have like let's you have me and Ariel on, we'll talk about how much we love the third one. You guys can audibly roll your eyes if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but um we didn't get to talk about John Dupre very much in these minutes, and I think oh, that I think that he, do that he really is kinda of the thing that makes all these movies kind of connected really well. He, He's kind of the glue, I think.
0: I would agree with that. I think he's one of the few things that kind of carries over from film to film. Yeah. Um, and his style is so unique. I was watching bits of A Fish Called Wanda the other day. I, so I, I actually had some of my students look at some of the movies that he composed for and and compared and contrast just because I had access to the Turtles score on vinyl and – you know I could I could speak to some of his his influences after after interviewing him how and, great
1: was that to finally get that oh too. my god dude
0: <laughs> you have no idea how hard we geeked out when I was like so I got on the Facebook chat a little behind the scenes here I got on the Facebook chat with with the guys here with Rachel and Adam and Chris and I was like I think I just got John Dupre's email address oh my goodness <laughs> and they're like what I was like, yeah some dude on Twitter like just had him for a uh, 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 like a, a, a talk about a year ago and he's like, John Dupre is a really nice guy. You should email him. Here's his email address. And I was like, holy crap. So I emailed him and he got right back to me and he was super sweet. And he was like so forthcoming. Another guy who's just like super happy to talk to us. And I, I mean, I, the stories he told us and, and the amount of information about his process that he gave us, especially for a musician like that yeah. to me was that was my holy grail of an interview. I think if there's anyone I could have wished for from these films, it would have been John Dupree, and we got him. And it's like, yeah, yeah childhood it. It childhood
1: a, dream fulfilled. It's amazing that he basically held the like remaining copy of the music like, for like 30
0: years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's mind blowing. That and, he was uh,
1: the only person that had it.
0: C- yeah. It, it, and he's still working it and still like you know, getting it out there on Waxworks and I, there's talk of the sequel record coming out and yeah. I mean I'm looking forward dude, to that. I'm I'm very excited to have made his acquaintance and gotten a chance to talk to him. I hope we get to talk to him again in the future. Uh I, I have a standing lunch invitation with him at this point, so <laughs> if he ever makes it to New York, we'll see if that <laughs> ever happens.
2: Yeah, the 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 Turtleverse, <laughs> it's uh it's a very generous group like everyone we've gotten so far everyone we've reached out to so far has been really really great it's i don't know there's something about just the over the overarching almost, kind of aura of the turtles
0: it's always so it's a it's nice almost place like everyone realizes how ridiculous that is and like how gold they struck it by being part of this universe that they're just like I have to give back have to be have to be grateful
2: like, yeah, like like we we met Rob Paulson uh, that one time, yeah, and he was a treasure.
0: Yeah, he was so nice. Yeah, we've been lucky, and I think I, hopefully we'll continue to get lucky with the people that we talk to, including, you know, Justin, guys like you, who we never would have interacted with had it not been for Ninja Turtles, guys like Ralph and and crystal beth and all the other guests we've had on our show who we wouldn't have had really the opportunity to talk to without this medium turtles has brought a whole world of people to our doorstep and you know cue the uh, the sappy music but we're really <laughs> grateful for all the people that we've talked to and all the new friends we've made all the other yeah. turtles podcasters and etc cetera, etc cetera. so maybe the real mutation was the friends we made along the way <laughs> 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 All right. Well, with that, I think we can call it a week. We'll wrap it up here, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you go to DoolingGenre.com slash support to become a Patreon subscriber. Send us your Turtle Fan Minute, hashtag Turtle Fan Minute. We're trying to air those every Friday. If you want to talk about Turtle, send us a minute of audio. We'll put it on the show. comes after the Kawabunga on our Friday episodes. Make sure you check out Justin Justin Call on all the social media places. Check out his band, Downstate. Watch them on WWE as they play the theme music for The Miz and Zack Ryder and all those other guys we love. And uh, anything else? Did I miss anything? No, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, for the crew, for me, for you, for everyone, for our entire extended Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe, I bid you all a happy Friday and a good weekend. Bye, everybody.
3: Bye.
2: Bye. Hashtag Pizza Friday. Pizza Friday pizza
0: Friday TGIC thank god it's Cowabunga now it's time for your turtle fan minute
4: hey guys it's Derek from Kentucky Uh, just some of my thoughts on the movie it was the only movie I seen in theaters as a kid of the original three Um, I love the movie it was my favorite movie when I was a kid Um, and it really solidified Donatangelo as my favorite turtles and Donnie's always been my guy um you guys have mentioned his beak in this movie in the first movie he had a really bad overbite and in this movie he has a really bad underbite and that's always annoyed me i'm glad we didn't get bebop and rocksteady i'm glad we had gotten Tokon Razor for some new characters and in the earlier season you guys talked about uh, how what a ham donatello was i was wondering if you guys had seen the interview with barbara walters that they did to promote this movie donatello totally hogged the spotlight even barbara walters told the other turtles He's a little bit much, isn't he? And then he does this bit where he cries at the end, and like none of the other turtles sell it. They all look annoyed. I always thought that was interesting. Anyway, thank you guys for what you do. Thanks.